we will at some point. We will do this. I wanted to. I just didn't have the... Good morning, everybody. <laughs> and in case it's not morning where you are, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. I am your host, Anthony Longhair Leclerc, and um, we are actually missing my marvelous co-host, Marla the Mouse McCarty, today. Um, she is in Kingston visiting family, so we love you very much. Sorry you're not here, but we'll talk about you like you are here. So that's yay. <laughs> You'll yay! just sit in the corner, but no one puts Marla in the corner. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> nice. But I am here with uh, my good pal Justin Hey You in the Bushes. How much do you charge for lessons, Bud Robinson? <laughs> Put me in the corner all day, baby. Let's go. <laughs> and today we are going to be reviewing Canadian traditional heavy metal band Iron Kingdom. I am stoked. Yeah. Um, we just gave a listen to some of the songs. It's very interesting. We just kind of like peripheried our way through uh, their upcoming album, which doesn't drop till October 4th. Um, so you're going to get a little sneaky peek, because yeah. uh, I, time and dates, I don't know, but we're going to have this out before October 4th. So you're going to get a, a little piece of what they have coming up. Should they keep this in their iron sights, perhaps? You know, I, make sure they uh, see it coming? I see what you... I mm-hmm. see it coming. Oh, wait, that's how I feel it coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. Oh, my knees. You getting old? I did. The, I cracked my knees. I did it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So this, uh, yeah. So this album will be dropping October fourth. Uh, it is called On the Hunt. Mm. Now, uh, the thing about Iron Kingdom, which I found very interesting, is as soon as Justin looked at the album art, it was like, shit, this is an Iron Maiden like mm-hmm. band. And when I heard traditional metal, I was like, oh, this is going to be like some Celtic or Viking metal style shit. And then we listened to the first song, and we're like, shit, that is super Iron Maiden stuff. Very. And then as we went through, well, you know what, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to tell you. We're just going to play some fucking music. So we're going to start with the very first track of the album, um, which is actually, I believe, already out on YouTube anyway. So you can check this track out. So, so this, this is not single? Gonna, this, yeah, this is not going to be a, a shock to anyone. But uh, this is the very first track of the album. It is called White Wolf.
That was fun. That was fun. That was high energy. White Wolf. Just going the whole White time. Wolf. White Wolf! Right? Yeah, you just gotta hit, the the, end. hit that high. Yeah. All the way. Um, yeah. What do you think, Justin? What do I? Super Maiden. <laughs> yeah. So very clearly, like, a whole ton of Maiden in there. Very lots of... I'm so glad I have this one. Lots of, like, the... Oh, I'm out of tune. But the... Like that yeah. kind of da, 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 over, like the the gallops. Yeah, yeah. It's sure. very, it's very the trooper feel. Just riding into war. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's interesting, and I think it's a lot of it is um, when he goes into that mid range. Um, the vocalist whose name I'm about to fucking uh, Chris Osterman. Um, yeah, when he goes into his mid range. He gets that Brian Johnson feel where he's got yeah. that great He's got that grit, there. you know, thing? Yeah, it sounds mm. like it's somewhere between, like, his full voice and his head voice. And yeah. He grits it, right? Yeah, it's yeah. really interesting. Which, like, I mean, don't burn out, man. Um, Who's, right? Who are the uh, guitar players in this one? Um, so, Chris Osterman is the lead guitar and lead vocalist. Oh, okay, yeah. And then um, the other lead guitar is Megan Merrick. Gotcha. Uh, I do believe that they're together. Oh, Band romance. Oh, that's rare. Yeah. That's rare. Good for them. We'll see you Best in a long time. Yep. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll cut that part out. I've seen many a fire start at close range. Be warned, people. Be warned. Take care out there. Yeah. Um, I was... Chris Sonia, I guess. Sonia? Sonia? I don't know. S-O-N-E-A? Yeah. Sonia? <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to try. Chris! Well, Chris, Chris, drummer Chris, as opposed to lead guitar vocal Chris, I was liking that tom break down there in the toward the end, just before everything like kicked into some thrash, and I was like, "Yeah, I was gonna say he's got a lot of energy in his hands. Even just that snare run was just like, yeah, like he yeah. fucking went. He was in there. Yeah, the bass is cool. I really like the harmony moments. I wish for recording sake, and I know a lot of bands don't like to do this." But I wish for recording sake that even during the harmonies they would have had like a backing track like maybe mm. in the center for like rhythm guitar and I know a lot of people don't like doing that but when the harmonies happen and the bass happen it's like the harmony sounded good the bass blended with it but then it sounded a little less full. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I guess yeah, I guess they But then only... how do you replicate that live? Yeah, Which exactly. I realize is why people don't do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. You hire someone to just yeah. jump in. For the tour. That elusive third guitarist that sets that, off stage, right? That's right. <laughs> yeah. Or you pull an Ashley Simpson and just do it with a backing track. Right. Get your jig on afterwards. No problem. <laughs> no harm, no foul. Yeah. Absolutely. But those vocals. So I get yeah. why. I get that high note at the end, because we wanted to hear it through the song. You threw it at the end. Yeah. Stuff like that. That's why, going back to their Canada's Got Talent scent, you know, Martin <laughs> Short gave him the vocal compliment, right? That, yeah. that spectacular... So yeah, that was pretty cool. You're so happy to throw that in. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, um, I guess I didn't mention, could have mentioned before. Um, I'm neither of us knew until today that there was a Canada's Got Talent. Yeah. Um, or that there was one since 2011. Yeah. When these guys found themselves on the show. That's right. So that was yeah eight years ago. This band was uh, was on Canada's Got Talent. Yeah. And um, some of the roster was different. But uh, their performance was still pretty 
pretty fucking tight. Yeah. I mean, there's a. Uh, the uh, the lead guitar or the uh, the vocalist with that yeah. layback move yeah 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 which Just, by the way buddy you really you do good in those pants I was surprised I'm looking <laughs> at the mic like he's here I know you're not here <laughs> <laughs> but heck of a move in those pants yeah Woo! yeah I uh, I don't know that I'm that flexible in t- tight ass pants like that no I don't know even where to find those pants <laughs> um. Well, I'll ask when uh, when we uh, send this podcast. Oh, up. perfect! Yeah, <laughs> dude, where you get your jeans? Yeah, where you get that pants, your boy? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's the uh, what the fuck did we head do? into that next track? We'll learn a little bit more about what the what the middle of the album sounds like. Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting. Just from like the little skipping we did, you know, it was uh, it was interesting the things that we discovered. Yeah. About about the album, but anyway. Um, so the next track that we are going to play, as Justin just said, um, is from like midway through, uh, and it is called Invaders. So if that's, if that's not the title of a traditional heavy metal band uh, song, I don't, I don't know what the fuck is. Nope, I'm with you. Right on. Here we go, Invaders. <laughs>
Um, yeah. I mean, that's it's a it's a ride. It's a certain ride. Yeah. So I have a couple. I raise my hand like I'm in school. I realize that doesn't come across in the and, podcast. I was going to say, right? and like people listening can catch that. No one heard the whoosh. <laughs> but I can't help but notice the recording quality is different. The first song sounded yeah. a lot more crisp and a lot more. I, I don't. I can't put my finger on it. I'm not sure if they recorded in different studios. If that first single was done somewhere different, yeah. maybe this was material that they had and then they put the single on top. Yeah. No idea. Maybe the one song was mastered, the rest are mastered different. Maybe they're waiting to still get them mastered and they're just putting this out pre-release. That's true because this isn't the full release. Yeah, yeah. but I, I I definitely notice that you can hear the difference. The first one cuts through real real crisp, and this mm. sounds a lot more mid-rangey. Um. I do just have to say one thing, mm-hmm. and that is, what is this? Hello? You are on Swept Up with Anthony Longhair LeClaire and <laughs> Justin <laughs> Hayu in the Bushes Robinson. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you guys are hilarious. Sup? Oh my god. We couldn't do oh, it. Oh, hi. We couldn't do an episode oh, hi, without I- you. Jesus. <laughs> yes, can I help you? You might get some you might get some crickets in the background. I'm standing outside. Sorry. I'll try and stand somewhere where it's not windy. We don't care. There's <laughs> there are vehicles going by here. We're just listening to some metal. Uh listening to some metal, you know, listening to people screaming incoherently down the street. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good time. You're hilarious. Good times. Yeah. I'm sorry awesome. you, you weren't you weren't in bed to get up to walk outside, were you? I was getting into bed, but that's okay. I'm not tired, so... Oh, good. Well, as long as like I... Everybody else was going to bed, and that's why I was like, um, I can't talk inside, because everyone is sleeping. That's fair. <laughs> but I'm awake. Well, I'm... I'm standing at the end of the driveway right now. I'm, I'm going to give you some context here, and I'm just going to... Actually, no, I'm not going to be able to do that. God damn it, because we're recording. Um, I was going to give you some context of, of the music that we were doing. Oh, yeah? But, uh, no, I still can't do that. One sec. So, the band we're reviewing right now is called Iron Kingdom. Based on the name, do you have any guesses as to who they may be inspired by? Um, I feel like Game of Thrones might be a thing. Ooh. Iron Kingdom? Iron Kingdom. Think, think Iron Kingdom. Think, Iron Kingdom. Yeah, if we're going to iron out some wrinkles on this one. Think about a band you might already know. Oh, Iron Maiden? Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. So, so, <laughs> okay. So he, when you said Iron Kingdom, I immediately thought of the Iron Throne, and I was like, Jesus, are we listening to more Throne Rock? Because I'm down for this. No, no, but I got <laughs> I got to get Green Knuckle material on that, though, for sure. Yeah, Green Knuckle material, I guess need to get on the throne rock man but uh here, here's a bit of context for you okay this is a song we just listened to now i'm just gonna throw you into the middle of it okay I want, I want to get you the, yeah. the screen one sec. Can you get a little down to the music a little closer? 
That yeah. guy's vocals are unfucking real. Would you oh say they're God. spectacular? I would say so. That's Perfect. good because that's uh, that's what he was told in, uh, in Canada's Got Talent by Martin Short, one of the judges. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I was I would fully agree with Martin Short. He's got he's got the right thing. Right oh on. my god. <laughs> so that's what we're listening to right now. That's fantastic. So are you. I, I like that. I like you oh, too. Oh, so are you. I like you also. Sweet. <laughs> I wish I could be there recording with you guys, but... You are here recording with us. Yeah. I am, just over the phone. Yeah. And I'm walking down the street in my bare feet right now. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> in um, my pajamas. That's okay. No, it's it's the best way. It's the best way. <laughs> Excellent. Um, yeah, it's. Yeah, it's. Oh man. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Awesome. But yeah, I I thought I should call because it didn't quite feel right introducing myself and Justin and be like, oh, and Marla's not here. Yeah. So hey, everybody. Uh, we... mighty... Sorry. <laughs> I said, uh, and the mighty Miss McCarty is mildly absent. That's right. Yeah, so I guess I should have said when when I got the phone going on, I should and everybody welcome our marvelous co-host, the Marla the Mouse McCarty. What's up, everybody? I'm over the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, it's me you're looking for. Ever since he left. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna get back to recording oh. though, but uh, okay. Well, we're still recording, but right. I mean, we're gonna get back to analyzing. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That that's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> you guys get back to listening to some sweet, sweet Iron Throne. Iron, Iron what well, no, Iron Kingdom. That's Damn right. it. <laughs> <laughs> back to listening to some sweet, sweet Iron Kingdom. Will there do. You go. Okay. Alright. I love you. Love you too. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> See you guys. Yeah, have a good night. You too. Okay, bye. Bye. Mwah. Mwah. Ah! <laughs> I don't even give a fuck. <laughs> that's a rad tune. That was a good tune to show her the vocals for, because that's definitely something. It's yeah. Upper alley, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's sweet. But yeah, so the mix is definitely different. Mm-hmm. And whether or not that's... Um, you know, like whether it's not mixed and mastered completely yet because it's pre-release, or if it's uh, different recording location, yeah, different different studio, point time. yeah. Um, but there's definitely a difference between Invaders and White Wolf. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we discovered, White Wolf and all of the other tracks on the album. Yeah, that's right. All of the songs fall in line with that. White Wolf is is seems to be different sonically. Yeah, yeah. Like standalone on a pedestal. Yeah. risen above the uh, rest of the album in terms in terms of the mix I mean Invaders is a kick-ass song yeah yeah um, but like strictly recording engineer brain kind of thing yeah uh, mix quality is certainly different yeah um well I know you have a couple other things to say about Invaders but Invaders yeah so Invaders is really good I feel like it's a good representation of the middle of the album there's a number of songs in a row 
that have like a very quintessential Iron Maiden feel, like specifically an Iron Maiden feel in the instruments. And yeah. it's either that dan, ticka dan, ticka dan, ticka dan, like the gout feel, yeah. or as we just heard, the triplets, the ticka That's very prominent throughout the rest of the album. Even that song goes between the threes and the fours, right? So you get a little yeah. bit of both. So yeah, I noticed that. Also, yeah. uh, on this song, we were talking about it. During the song, was the singer does he goes between eighty style runs, and then we we kind of refer like to him like like what James metals, yeah, yeah. Prog, like what James Labrie does in Dream Theater, his note choicing. He kind of bounces between those two worlds a little bit. Yeah, yeah, which make it's an interesting mix of flavors. Yeah, because, and especially because they're so close together. Like just before, like towards the end, where he does it like that, like right bit, there's like. There's a whole bit before that where it's like mid-range and slightly lower and builds up into it. And you're like, oh, that's cool and dark. And then, oh, no, okay, this is hair metal again. Yeah, like and he gives it at the end. Yeah. It's very interesting. Also, that... Very much Dropkick Murphys. Yeah. I can't remember the name of that damn song. Pretty sure it's Dropkick Murphys, though, right? I think so. Um, Instead of Dropkick Murphys. Or like the Pogues or something. The other name that comes to mind is Floggy Molly. Floggy Molly. Maybe that's... Putting it out there, that's not because I know either bands intimately. It's because I heard either bands in a fleeting glimpse and I'm probably confusing them and I'm sorry, everybody. Mm -hmm. It's one of those. (laughs) It's one of those. It's one of those Celtic rock bands and... It's a very well-known song. I just... The name of it escapes me and I'm probably not going to edit the the title in into the mix we can just like if anyone is actually paying attention and comments and be like the google search yeah, that we're not doing you're right fucking now. moron it's this song obviously dummy but Dude, I, you're I, right I, absolutely right leave on. a comment subscribe just that's to right. find out if we're morons next time that's right exactly that being said i don't think we have the listeners to worry about that right now but, <laughs> but if we do because i know as soon as i upload this you're gonna get a notification you're gonna google it and you're gonna comment and say hey, <laughs> hey Hey, dummy. It's this hey, fucking song. Dummy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, another... Speaking of 80s vibes, well, from the songs that we're not hearing, some other eight token 80s moments. For example, one of the songs starts with the classic automobile sample. Yes, yes. That's uh, Road the Warriors. Rev. Yes. Yeah, Road Warriors was that. That was fun. That instantly made me think of Kickstart My Heart. Yeah, I was going to say Motley Crue for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, Invaders is really interesting. And then the the number of, um, I don't know how many different time signatures there are in this, uh, in this song, oh, but so I know you want to talk about that. If we're going to geek out, there's two time signatures. They go from 4-4 four, four to 3-4, but oh, so there's a, a lot of here. tempo changes. Yeah, yeah. So if I had, if I had, going back to the engineer thing, if I had to guess, I don't think they're playing the click. Because even with click, it would be like it's even there. I'm slowing down so I could do it with my mouth. If you were on click, that would be quick. But you can hear them like two very separate changes, right? Yeah. And if you're really listening for it, you can hear the drummer lead in with the rolls to assist the band, which is very very helpful. Yeah. So I see the technique there. Speaking of roles, he gave a... There's a very fast one. 
a really fast and three quarters of a way through the song, it's just a blur of 30 second notes. He just yeah. goes. Yeah, like double rolls the entire kit. So, uh, good on your drummer, Chris. Yep. As opposed to lead guitar singer, Chris. Yeah, good stuff, drummer, Chris. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, somewhere in here is a third song we're doing. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. So, when going through this, we were trying to pick out, did we want to double up on the gallops or the triplet songs so we could point out the similarities in a number of these songs, but I mean, you've already just pointed out anyway. And instead, we opted to go for the crisp uh, White Wolf one that seemed to be uh, over and above in terms of mix and master, and then go with one of the middle range ones, which has all sorts of cool shit in it. Like, there's some wicked vocal moments of, like, that hair metal vocal stuff that I'm just a huge fan of, and some fun guitar squeals, and then that, you know, crazy rolls of the drums, and the, um, you know, so that's all fun. And then we decided, and I was wondering, every every track I was going down, checking out, like, hey, how does this start? Let's get a feel for the song. And I was like, where the fuck is the ballad? Right. Like, it's it's a traditional heavy metal band. There's got to be a ballad somewhere. Last track. Yeah, there's always one. Yeah. Got it. Last track. So we, and fittingly, this is the last track that we are, um, that we're going to cover. So it is called The Dream. So nappy time, everyone. Let's get into The Dream. <laughs> yep. Smile 
I think I'm going to be the Simon Cowell on the couch and say I didn't dream the dream. <laughs> no? No. I, okay. Ballads, they need... Do it with a British accent if you're going to do, do it. Now, a ballad needs three things in order to be a ballad for me. The first has to you have... You just sound more pompous. You're not actually putting British accent. Right? Just like, I'm just going to sound arrogant here. No, I'm just going to sound no, like no, a dickhead. That's, that's fine. But I look for three things in an 80s, in, in an 80s ballad. Someone clearly that they're singing to. Yeah. There's always like a directed audience. Even if you know it, the song's not for you. You listen to like a good, any ballad. Angie! Angie! The Stones even back in the sand. You yeah. knew. I was like, I'm not fucking Ange. But that's a dope song. You know. So I didn't catch the target of the song. Because it started off the, I dreamed, I dream. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, the, and, and then it was, What? I did a dream that I was alive, uh, you departed, yeah. when I had arrived. I'm like, they're singing to someone, and then I lost track. I have no idea who they're singing to. Number two is I would have wanted a pickup solo. Like where the beat carries in. Yeah. That would have been cool. Number three, and this one breaks my heart a little bit personally, is this is the first song where I got to appreciate the bass guitar. Mm-hmm. But... Bass guitar stayed home the whole time. He didn't move off a root note. So, you know what I mean? For me, as a bit, uh, as like, I do play bass. And I, I like to look for opportunities to harmonize. And especially the guitars take all of the opportunities. It broke my heart a little bit that the bass didn't get the opportunity to do so. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess, so we should, we should shout out to, um... To, uh... Leighton Holmes, who is the bass guitarist... I mean, the reason why, I guess, up to this point we haven't commented on him is simply because he is the one holding everything together um, with uh, with drummer Chris. Yeah. Because they're just two lead guitars, swapping back and forth and doing chugging occasionally or doing the skipping, but there's a... You know what I mean? He's got a 
be he's, there the whole time because everything is just driving straight through. So he's just like he's going to honestly a really difficult job in this band. Yeah. If if I'm looking at it like I was stepping into this band as a bass player, you know what I mean? I would assume I had a tough job going off of White Wolf. He covers a lot of time, especially in the chorus where the guitars do harmonies. He has to hold root, or yeah. he has to hold a favorable note because the mix, like I was talking about, the mix will thin out. Yeah. And if he doesn't pick the right note, the mix goes dead. So that's all on him. He carries that. Yeah. Then he's got the hard job as well. You listen to the second song, and a lot of the songs in the middle of the, uh, of the album's catalog where they're doing a lot of riff work. He's riffing with them, so yeah. then he has a responsibility of probably in the writing process as well, translating between the guitarist and the drummer. I know I've had that experience. That seems Me to too. be a, a shared <laughs> bass player experience. But yeah, it seems like he would certainly be the guy to be, oh, that's the riff. And then look at the drummer and then they figure it out like where's the double kick? We're like, what are yeah. we doing, right? So I feel like he's, he's got a couple of tough jobs. So that third song, the ballad, where the, the mastering we've mentioned doesn't really favor like a clear mix as much in the back yeah. half of the album. Yeah. So that's already hindering him as a bassist. And there's tons of wide open. And where they take the wide open, instead of giving it to the bass, they put the acoustic guitar in there. They put yeah. the, the other extra guitar harmonies, that kind of thing. The vocals go over top. I thought it would, it would have been really, really cool to let that guy have like a real good part. Yeah. Even if it's just a really nice run. Yeah. One run, like a nice lead, a good yeah. harmony section, or instead of returning to the duh, the root note... Yeah. Everybody's doing the din, 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 you know what I mean in the yeah. background. He could start on the da, like he could start on that F. Mm-hmm. I don't know what key is it. F G A is that where we we're at? No. But if he's, I'll be a nerd. He could start on the six of the scale while they're doing the root. It would create a lot of cool tension. That would be me. I think they could have given him some super cool moments, which they might do now that you've seen. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> I'm um. excited. Six three one. Do that. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I always look, like I said before we play the song, I always look for the ballad when listening, we keep talking like as if this is an 80s band, like I mean. Right, they're clearly not, they're clearly right the fuck now. Yeah, they're right now. (laughs) This album isn't out yet. Right. Not until October. So this is a 2019 band. I mean, they they look the part of 80s, like, you know, that's a flying V and that well that's not but you know what I mean like they're all dressed in like the leather with the studs and the yeah. tight leather pants and like whatever else the big hair explorer. what's he got going on over there see an extra spike oh yeah I guess so yeah I think Guitar Chris locked, rocks an explorer yeah. and then she's got what we got here <laughs> maybe what you got it almost looks like a like an Ibanez like she's got that Nita Strauss influence it is a Jackson oh, it's a Jackson there you go oh that's my kind yeah, of neck. Yeah, I was going to say, your favorite. You said you hit the mic. Yep. Um, <laughs> it's my kind of neck, though, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's, so we keep talking about them like, well, when we're listening to 80s music, we want this thing. Yeah. To be fair, they're not an 80s band, so whatever, but... And they're also not writing shit for us. That's right. There's, <laughs> there's that, too. There's that, too. But... But... When, <laughs> when I want to listen to an 80s ballad... <laughs> uh, no, 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 I, I won't go that way, but... Um, I will say it was a bizarre choice vocally at the start because so first of all the this, I dreamed a dream line it's that that whole first section 
because it because it's down here I dreamed a dream yeah you know and it's all it's way lower than anything else he sings on yeah, for the most da, part da, on, da, on the da. album yeah it's like way down there and because of that the I, I don't know if it's like a support issue um, because he's used to being up like you know and and that kind of and like the more debris style stuff as well right but it's um it kind of it wavers a bit and then you it's you almost get like i can super tell he's canadian first of all um if only so like in other bits departed you, yeah so in other bits you don't get you he glances over the, the harsh uh consonants right so yeah. like you don't get the hard r like you know, oh, well, I'm gonna hop in the car. You know, we we departed here, yeah. right? Like we don't get that in the rest of the singing. It's all like departed, right? It'd be yeah. like that kind of thing, right? Yeah, but the like, R's gone. It's yeah. almost like an age. But it, in here, it's exactly, um, and that, I mean that's a typical enough thing to do in music because yeah, having that harsh sound all the time seems really bizarre mm-hmm. it, it's natural when we when we're speaking we'll but just be like oh yeah like when you departed singing. whatever else but like when you're just saying oh yeah like it it's more akin to like celtic like oh when i departed you know yeah. whatever kind of thing i don't know but here it's like everything else around this one section of vocals is as you'd expect i guess and then this is so very much what i assume is is osterman's speaking voice that it was, it seemed really out of place. Yeah. Like, I from, from I Dreamed a Dream to Departed, like, there was a hard R there that I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, again, they're not writing for us. It's not our music. Right. Whatever. Like, I mean, that's, so that's, that's your thing. That's what you do. But it's, um, but it, it did throw me from the get-go vocally. Like, I, I was all in, like, the music was all there. And up until this point, vocally, I was like, yeah. And then after that point, through the rest, I was like, oh, it was just that that one section. So that right. I think that's why I felt so bizarre. If the whole song was done like that, I'd be like, oh, it's a stylized piece. Right. That's like, you know, it's like when um, when Dylan does a lay, lay, lay. Yeah. Oh, my big breath, bed, you know. Because yeah. he's not singing like this anymore. He's yeah. putting on his voice, right? So, which does have hard, harder sounds. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was bizarre, and I can talk about that forever. But um, it was really strange choice, or maybe it was not a conscious choice, and it's just no, that was it. what it was in the mix. And it was As just like, a oh, proficient vocalist yourself, I think oh, that's please. a very, a very astute observation. Oh, thanks. Welcome. As as they like sit here and listen to me like bullshit their like <laughs> their vocals I'm like yeah no man they, no you're right though because the rest of it sounded sweet but that mm. one part like right off the bat too is the part because you're you're getting into the song and there's like there's different layers like you always get like different waves of introduction yeah especially a uh, a song that'll introduce instruments one at a time yeah so you get that first the guitars ring out and you're like yeah. oh okay cool. That's what's happening. Whether or not there's bass under it, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, okay, cool. Where did his drums come in? Okay, cymbals. And what's next? Vocals are the only piece that's missing. And then it was that low speaking voice, like, yeah. like almost like a, like if it, if it were me, like I have to pull my chin into my Adam's apple to make that voice. And I'm yeah. like, I'm not great at that. 
But yeah, and it sounded like really, really compressed, and then the hard dip hard, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the, the super giving away our Canuck for a minute moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I caught that too, and I like I don't sing worse shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. So I mean, um, so bizarre moments, but I mean, ultimately that, and I mean, didn't meet quite your your. 80s ballad required. Yeah, I still whatever, liked but... it. I still liked it. And, yeah. and this is just me being like a complete 80s junkie. Yeah, well, and that's All the thing too. Day. I mean, we're here to review the fucking music, so we may yeah. as well actually review it, honestly, rather than yeah. just being like, it was amazing. Like, it is good. Like, I can't play any of this shit. Right. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? If I sat down with a like, I mean, I realized we're listening to the music while you're playing along because <laughs> you're fucking savant, but. Um, Oh, sorry, idiot, idiot savant, um, <laughs> idiot savant. Um, but uh, but man, like, and I and while you're doing that, I'm going like that. I wish the note would go up to like, you know, whatever, right? But because even the guitar gets that. Yeah, well, yeah, that's right. It was in this one, right? There was that one point where where it kind of did like a, it was a bend and then like did a little, yeah, um, quick walk down or whatever, whatever that terminology is. Yeah, there's like, there's something in there. Yeah, they and, I, that going on. and I thought because of where the vocals had just left that he was gonna come in and sing that part like in like an awe or something, or or an ah, you know like an ah. yeah, but but he didn't, which was because I was expecting it so much because like oh yeah, this is this is where Sebastian Bach does this thing, right? And then it was the guitar, and I was like oh, so that was like that was a pleasant surprise to me, and I was just like oh, that's really cool. Um, and since I mentioned Sebastian Bach, this song absolutely has some skid row, row feels in here. Um, I like darkened room uh, kind of vibe, and um, yeah, so I dig it on on that level because I'm I fucking love skid row. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, we're just fuck, we're just blabbing now about whatever. And I mean, I don't know, Iron Kingdom, man, I dig it. Um, I'm into it. It is weird, the difference in the mix, uh, between White Wolf and the entire rest of the album. Yeah, going back to that, instead of focusing on, like, how the rest of the mix is a little bit off, White Wolf is really well mixed. Yeah. The guitars come through super crisp, the bass comes through really warm, the drums have throat to them, you feel the kick. Yeah. And more importantly, the drummer, like... Buddy, you do some real good, clean tom rolls, like his double stroke rolls, yeah. whatever he's got. Like, even in the ballad, he had some fast rolls, and yeah. they weren't out of place. But in White Wolf, that shit fucking pops. Yeah. Yeah, White Wolf is, I think, far and above my, my favorite of all of their tunes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, I guess, like, as a leading single, it is likely one of their favorites it's or the smart, one that, the one that made the most sense yeah it's, it's a smart leading single I yeah. think it's it's the most out of all of their songs it's the most polished yeah as well I think it represents them very well not even just like stylistically the yeah. fact that it's a good quality recording goes a long way that's yeah. an excellent representation right if we want to talk about representing the kind of performance that would have gotten them into Canada's Got Talent White, yeah. Wolf, White Wolf's the track to do that yeah for sure yeah um, and then I and I guess rather than making it seem like we're disparaging the band, which isn't, I don't think, either of our inclinations or, no. or intentions. Um, yeah, I guess the, the, the way the rest of the album is mixed, and I said as much when we first were listening through it, I was like, oh, it's got like that thinned out Sabbath 
quality to it like it was just rolled out of the 70s or something yeah, or like, like early lots 80s. of mid-range yeah. you know what I mean like a like a, a narrower EQ yeah so there's nothing necessarily wrong with that if if that's like a thing they're aiming for it just seemed jarring to listen to why won't be like fuck this album's gonna kill and then the next thing was like completely different mix and you're like oh yeah, okay. I think. See, I think the I think general listeners wouldn't like would appreciate us explaining the mix. I think musicians would have gotten it right away, and I think yeah. it, musicians would have been like, "Yeah, we get it, we hear it." You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> got yeah. it. But yeah, the extra explanation for everybody else. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm like peeking what? with my get it's got it's. <laughs> oh, that's right. I, <laughs> oh, I, I, I fix it all in the edit. That's okay. <laughs> Fixing fix post. me in post. <laughs> But yeah, so we, we this is now the uh, the longest episode of Swept Up to date. Um, we're almost running an hour on this, so yeah, um, sweet. This is like the longest one by almost double the time. Yeah, we got swept up in the Iron Kingdom, you know. What oh. I mean? oh, so hey, you know what? Um, thank you, Iron Kingdom, for getting us into that because that's um, that's kick ass. You just you're that worthwhile talking about. Yeah, so. Um, do check out Iron Kingdom, everybody. Um, they're releasing their latest album October fourth, ten four of this year. <laughs> That's there you go. Waiting. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing, and likely why they chose that. I, I hope they're so happy that you said that. They're like, "That's what we fucking said." That's exactly it. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> And if not, they're just like, God, these guys are fucking losers. Right? Like, this yeah. fucking... <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so check out Iron Kingdom. Um, there'll be a link below. I mean, you've already heard the song anyway, but there'll be a link to the to the YouTube um, version of White Wolf. Uh, you can see some album art there. And, um, and there'll be a link to their website as well below. And uh, yeah, check out the rest of the album when it comes out. Um, and look out for that. And we will... Perhaps review even more of it when it does drop. Woo! Yeah. So, uh, until next time. Keep your pants on. Yeah, well. I didn't say where. Oh, okay. Get your pants on that clothesline. Go do some fun. There you go. Alright. Have a good one, everybody. Peace. Swept Media. Get swept up in today's independent music. Too much lost material at one point or another. Holy fuck. The amount of lost material with Dylan? <laughs> there have been... Okay, true fucking story. We had to re-record a whole... He was like, hey, we almost have the song done. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Oh, Okay, by the way, I lost all the files. We gotta do the whole thing. We recorded a whole fucking song from scratch once. Whole fucking thing. Did you remember it all? Well, yeah, I'm an idiot, right? So I just... It all comes out anyways. Fuck it. You mean savant? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I say idiot because giving myself compliments feels incredibly, horribly self-serving. I don't like how that feels. So I say idiot. And leave the savant out of it. Yeah. Even though you're an idiot. But if I'm being factual, then yeah... One time, Dylan lost an entire song, and I had to make sure that it wasn't so painstaking to record all of the parts, and thankfully I got them all pretty quickly out again. Wow. Yeah. 
That's intense. Well, camping's intense. I was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> Let's go. I'm so glad you said that.